0: Hello, and thank you for joining us again on Conflicts, the podcast. This is episode four, season one, the podcast where we share stories from some of the greatest technicians working in the Canadian film industry today. And we're going to continue our story talking to Steve Johnson. If you heard our last episode, uh, we talked a lot about um, his interests, how he got into the film industry, how he was able to break into VFX, uh, something that he had no background in prior to. And then we ended, of course, um, with the uh, first major film that he was a big part of, and that being War of the Planet of the Apes. Today we're going to be talking about several other films, uh, his journey and stories, and what he's up to next. What does the future Hold for Mr. Steven Johnson. Hope you had a great time with episode three. We had a blast and that's why this went on as long as it did. So for all of you that like succinct one hour stories with a beginning, middle and end, uh, we kind of failed this time, but I hope it was worth it for everyone else because we really had a great time on this journey with Steve. So once again, join, like, subscribe, share, tell everyone that you think they would enjoy this podcast and uh, let's go with it, eh? Episode 4 Let's begin. It takes a video, it takes a video village uh, to do that, my friends. And so, like when when these gigs come up, are these are uh, like because I know your 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 visual effects side. And again, I'm gonna just I'm gonna do a little bit of name dropping here. But like Deadpool two, Lost in Space, like Sonic the Hedgehog two. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> this is some huge stuff here. And yeah, they're all there. <laughs> and and uh, and so clearly you're 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 doing some damn good work in visual effects. Um, so is. Is the camera electrical side? Uh, do you do you um, do you see yourself? Uh, how do I say this here? Does it feel a little more emotionally satisfying because it was kind of more in line with like your initial passion of camera, or
1: or 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 is it just work? <laughs> it it all depends because some days it's like phenomenal and yeah. you, like, but then also some days you're so stressed out and you're just like, man, do I wish I was a PA right now watching a generator in an alleyway for 18 hours, you yeah, know? <laughs> so I know what that's like. You, uh, you have, you do have those days, but with visual effects, it was just such an eye opener because it's like, once again, going back to like me learning and like knowing behind the scenes and how everything goes, this was like me living behind the scenes because mm-hmm. visual effects, it's like, okay. Um, it's a huge visual effects movie, so you guys need access to everything. So we get scripts, we get previs, we get, you know, sometimes you you get to go to all the scouts, you know, like you just get everything handed to you because you we need it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like on, on days when you show up to set, it's like, you know the sequence that's going on, what's happening, what CG characters, what they look like, you have, you know, Sometimes, yeah, like uh, our visual effects supervisor is like, "Okay, uh, I got here's all the previs for today for this sequence." So you, you get that airdrop to your iPad. So if somebody else on set needs uh, information, you're like, "Oh, I can show you what this is supposed to look like." Here you go. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like even that was just like such a mind blown. Plus, I get to take you know thousands of photos every day too. Absolutely and, great. And so um, um, I remember so.
0: One of the things I, I, I am really touched by was last year you came to our school uh, and you did a little presentation uh, for our students in second year and you talked about your experiences in the industry, how you broke, and you focused a lot on um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which at the time yeah. was uh, the, one of the newer releases. Yeah, And uh, I, couldn't,
1: I couldn't show all the stuff that I wanted to because I, one of my hard drives that I had some photographs and videos and all that was still in Vancouver, so... Mm-hmm. This year I'll be able to show a lot more. Oh, so they're going to get a way better. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay, awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So uh, just a matter of yeah, just organizing it and finding exactly what I want to show them.
0: And I really so. appreciate that. Again, I I I'm, I, th- I think that's one of the things that makes this program so neat is that I don't hear many programs where you get this many texts coming back. Oh yeah, and yeah. and just sharing their experiences. And again, I think it's important. Like you said, we. You know, when you saw the props uh, and uh, Planet Hollywood, when I saw the Black Adder chalice, right? It makes things real. Yeah. You know? And even at a film school, it can still feel distant because yeah. you're in a bubble, you're in a silo creating. Uh, but when you can see it tethered to like what's on the other side, that's outstanding. It's very cool of you. So thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> and, uh, and and so one of the so one of the big films, yeah, was Sonic 2. Uh, and so uh, I had to ask a question on behalf of my son uh yeah. <laughs> and so he says were you sonic and i was like i don't know what that means oh. <laughs> i'm sure he will so i said were you sonic in this film but what was your and technically I guess, no technically not <laughs> not for this one but, yeah but so, at the same time what what was what did you find yourself doing on this one because you had a bit of a different role on this one it it says uh
1: visual effects on set lead oh yeah so, so that sounds... was a, that was a new title that I guess basically was coined up for that show. Not that, just guess. saying. I Pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was basically doing a lot of the you know onset data wrangling, as I would normally do on other shows. But for whatever reason, I ended up getting getting uh, that title mm-hmm. because before the movie came out, on my resume and everything, I had uh, visual effects lead uh, data wrangler. Mm-hmm. And then when the movie came out, I was like, oh. I see that they actually changed my title to <laughs> onset lead. I'm like, "Sure, I'll go with that." Yeah, yeah, yeah sounds sure. nice. Yeah, sounds sounds great. great. Yeah. And how so, was that experience? That that was probably one of the best movies that I've worked on. Yeah. Yeah. They they knew exactly what they wanted. Jeff Fowler is an amazing director. Uh Ged Wright was my visual effects supervisor. Um he he also worked on the first one as well too, and just those guys are just hands down like some of the nicest people awesome. I've ever had to the pleasure of working with and our uh visual effects producer lisa Baroud. she was amazing as well too um it's it's so cool like when you're down on set working and she shows up and you know it's not like what's going on oh, is, is everything fine or you know sometimes you know the people get all a some of those manic. producers can get yeah. a little frenzy because it's like you know the director decided to do all this stuff or add an extra shot. And now the vi- visual effects budget is just being blown up. But yeah. she played it so cool. And it's just so nice because like you're stressing out or doing whatever on set and she'll show up and she, the first thing she asked is just like, how is everybody? Is everybody <laughs> okay? you know it, it was always about that little human aspect 100% some other times and other shows it's not that at all so and and but. and she was one of the producers yes a visual effects producer a visual effects producer oh, yeah. That's fantastic yeah. so but that was like a well-oiled machine everybody knew exactly what they wanted yeah. um it was uh it was fun too because that was one of the first movies where um i was able to do uh all the um all the scouting as well mm-hmm. so i all the scouts that they did, I went on the tech surveys and did this and it's so, which is fantastic because it's like, hey, yeah, I know where we're going to be shooting. We're going to be going here. Then we're going here. Then we're downtown. Then we're like in Abbotsford, and then we're going here, and then Hawaii. Awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool.
1: That's cool. I love hearing those stories too. Yeah. Like, all right, everyone, we're going to, yeah, we're going to Hawaii. Yeah, and- yeah. And it's it's one of those shows that is, you know, you wake up in the morning, it's like, let's. We're working on something fun. Yes. You know? Because yes. so many times, like, I, it's like, I don't want to wake up in the morning and be like, well, time to go work on another CW show kind of yeah. thing, right? I wanna, it's, it's nice when you can pick and choose the the projects that you get offered. Because mm-hmm. I know there's some people who are just starting out. You just basically got to take whatever you can. Absolutely. But yeah. also, like, I mean, there's many people who are more than happy to work on a CW show. Because mm-hmm. for them, it's like, well, I got a family. It's, you know, the studio is a little bit further away. But it's closer to my home. Um, it's 10 consistent months of Consistent work. Consistent yeah. work, you know? Degrassi
0: so. was the first show I worked on uh, as a rig and grip. And everyone was like, good luck being a, you know, I, I was dailying, but like, it was like, good luck getting on this crew. And it was like, why? Because it's such a sweet gig. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's 9 to 5 it's
1: same location. Yeah, like it was beautiful, right? Yeah. And I I get that. I totally yeah, get that. For sure. Especially when you yeah. get older cuz a lot of yeah, oh, a lot yeah, of people absolutely. they're getting families now and all mm-hmm. that. They can't travel as much or they you know they're just getting tired of working fratter days every week yeah. and it's like if you can get those kind of basically like a cushy gig where it's mm-hmm. like you know where you're going to be every week, especially when when you're uh, rigging too. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's like, you know, the time that you start and the time that you end. Yes. Whereas on the shooting side, it's like, well, am I going to get home today <laughs> at 10 o'clock or 10 a.m.? Yeah. I have no idea. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one of the first stories I tell the kids was like, when, in my uh, my students, like my first class, like my last day on set was, was because I was on a shooting team and it was, it was that. It was just, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't, I can't have production going eight hours over, you know, like if 10 years younger, I would have loved it. Would yeah, have been yeah. the best, yeah. but now I got kids. Yeah, I just yeah, can't yeah. be doing this anymore. <laughs> you know, and and it yeah, your priorities change. And I think when that happens, I I find a lot of people look at these transitions and go, "Oh, you're on CW now." I'm like, "Well, well no, no, no." I think for a lot of people, they're like, I don't care. I'm
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's a, it's I'm having fun. Yeah. you know what I mean. I'm, and I'm also, having there's a great time. There's many people in the business, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, aside from us, who like behind the scenes and all the techie stuff. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of people who just want that paycheck. Yeah, and that's it. Right? Fair enough. So they don't, you know. Good on you. I mean, you know, sure they're probably making two hundred thousand a year, but you know they're slaving away to the, to yeah. the, the industry and but they're happy doing that, right? Totally. So, Same with the uh, the hallmarks up uh, in uh, North Ontario. Yeah, right.
0: It's some people can't stand it, and some people are like I know that it's looked down on, but I love the vibe. I love the. Yep. I love just going in and knowing we got three weeks to crush a film, and we just I love the pace, and I love the people, and yeah, you just you
1: find your own priorities, and it all it all comes down to who you're working with too. One hundred. That's that's the way I'm. I see the world now. Yep. And all these other shows that I take, I take on. It's just like I don't care about what the project is now or who's acting in it and this and that. It's like who who's the crew that I'm gonna be working with. It's like, and then you know when you do get. That first call sheet or that first crew list emailed to you when you sign on to a show and then you're just like, Oh no, the camera team that I haven't worked with in in, in yes. you know five years is back. Oh man, I haven't worked with Josh in ages. And yeah. then you're like, ah, haven't seen that gaffer in six years. And then then you just you get more excited too. It's right? like when so. you get
0: your class list before high school and yeah, you yeah, find yeah. out who's in your yeah, who's in my homeroom, You know what yeah, I mean? One hundred percent. Exactly. I agree. It's a great feeling before we get to cuz i'm going to talk about jurassic i had a bit. feeling you would but yeah, uh, yeah. is there anything
1: else you want to highlight before we move um, on um oh it's so hard i'm just trying to think of everything that i've done uh, i guess well yeah well sonic was the highlight um traveling for that i mean the last the last 2 years i've been able to like with when covid hit mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what traveling is going to be really hard yeah. to basically uh to, yeah to go anywhere so if any show is a travel show outside of Vancouver, I'm going to say yes. So like the last two sense. years, I've been very fortunate to travel around the world and go to all these really cool places and, and so see some the, amazing things. So, What are some
0: of these places you've been to? Well,
1: we'll, we'll start with Sonic. Yeah. I got to go to Hawaii, amazing. Oahu for three weeks. I mean, it was tough. Yeah, I, Out of the three weeks I was there, I had three days off. Right. So, but you know, it's Hawaii and I've never been before. And it's just like, oh, they're, they're, I'm being paid to go here. And, yeah. um, you know, so that was like, And once again, it was Sonic and just such a fun show to work on. And um, yeah, a lot of people, like it was all new crew, all local crew, phenomenal people. It was just so much fun to, you know, just like an eye opener, right? Because for me, my whole career has been based in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. I haven't really expanded out of that little bubble. So once I did and I went to Hawaii, I got like the travel working bug in me. And I'm just like, this is really cool. (laughs) So that being said- When I signed on to Sonic, literally, like, three weeks into prep, I got an email address from an assistant, and she's like, oh, on behalf of another producer that I worked for on Snake Eyes, Mm -hmm. um, she was working uh, on an upcoming movie called Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Mm -hmm. And um, her, uh, her assistant emails me and was like, hey, Johnson, um... So I'm here with, uh, on behalf of Chantal, we're wondering if you might be uh, interested in working on an uh, upcoming movie with us and this and that. I'm just like, oh, this sounds great. Uh, Yeah. What's the information? Where are you guys shooting? And she's like, oh, we're going to be shooting in Montreal and then we're going to be going to Peru. And then I was just like, uh, I'm in. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) And I'm just like, when does it start? When do you need me? And she's like, oh, you you won't be needed because you'll be doing a second unit. Mm Mm-hmm. So not until mid-July. So I'm like, let me just check the schedule here. And it's literally like Sonic 2 finishes two weeks before Transformers starts. So I'm just like, well, the year of COVID, this is the only way to travel. Yeah. So that's what I did. Amazing. So finished up in Hawaii. I had a, we ended up, um, oh, because we got our second shot Mm -hmm. for COVID um, for the vaccine. And um we it was at the time where if you went back to Canada you had to quarantine at a right government approved hotel. hotel yeah but if you had the second shot mm-hmm. you didn't have to do that oh perfect but that came into effect like July the sixth or something like that and we finished shooting just at the end of June so we had like a week where it's like well we're in we're in the states already in Hawaii we might as well stay here I would so a few yeah. of us um we just re. Rebooked our flight and went to LA for a week. <laughs> so amazing! I just hung out in LA, met up with a couple of people I haven't seen in a few years. Yeah. Um, got to go to Malibu Creek uh, National Park, I think it is. Uh-huh. Um And a little small little walk, but it was awesome because I got to go see all the exteriors for the filming location of the television show MASH. Amazing. So, right, you know, where the whole camp is and everything. Yeah. It was, oh, it's still there? It's still set up? Or, well, no. Or it's, is it or it's, it's just it's the just, place? It's just the location. Yeah. Now. yeah. But Either it was way, just it's so magic. cool. It's like you can just you hear the choppers when you're getting yes. close, right? And okay. you're, you're looking around the, the park, you're like, this looks familiar. This looks familiar from the show. So, to see you know, something that was shot 50 years ago there to actually just stand there and in like right there back to that whole location thing. Let's just like, like, cause the landscape doesn't change. Right. It's all the same. Right. So and yes. they have a couple of plaques there just showing where like the mess tent was and like just the, how everything was set up. And it's just like, it's so cool to it be is. like, I'm standing where they shot it and it's, and it, it looks exactly the same cause that doesn't change. So, extra bonus to do that 100% to see that, right so once yeah you
0: you are a nerd by the way like, yo, this thank is, you. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, this is yes it's it's official now yeah. okay
1: so once we finished that um and uh i think i went to like buck rogers national park or something we just yeah. did another little hike there so yeah just just fun to yeah just see the and there's so much of that in la there's yeah, yeah. so
0: much like how like you i'm assuming this is all like within driving area of, oh it is yeah 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 it's, it's just amazing how you just turn a corner and there's something magical, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like 100%, yeah. Uh, the first the first night I was there again, I was only, I've only ever been there for a week. The first night we were there, uh, this it's, this woman took us out to myself and another uh, client and uh, to um, this bar and we're kind of sitting there and she goes, "Oh yeah, and so you're a movie nerd, I heard." And like, "Yeah, I'm a movie nerd." She goes, "Oh, this is where they shot that uh, scene from Officer and a Gentleman." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, is that the <gasps> And it was the mechanical bull.
1: And oh, I was nice, like, "Oh yeah. my god!"
0: And so it was just like this really weird, random moment where, like, I'm super jazzed about that, and the other person I'm with has never seen uh, yeah, Officer yeah, and yeah. Gentleman, so it's kind of like my own little private moment. But yeah, it's that it's that this, these little pockets, and they're everywhere, you know. You yeah, yeah. just and uh, even like even just driving down Mulholland Drive and seeing the street sign, yeah. you're like, "It's cool.
1: It's just the street sign, but it's cool. Yeah, I just yeah. love it," you know. Once L.A. finished. Uh then I flew back to Vancouver and I basically had a week to unpack and pack mm-hmm. for Montreal. And then I went to Montreal for, you know, two and a half months, mm-hmm. worked there, and then went to Peru and finished up there back to Vancouver. Um yeah, did a little took a little break. Uh I came back here uh I guess in November. Mm-hmm. I was here for maybe th- three or four months. Mm-hmm. And then um yeah, I was literally Just chilling here and, you know, and it's getting a little cold because this winter sucked here last year. It was brutal last year. It was so bad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, another friend of mine who's a supervisor, a visual effects supervisor, calls me up and was like, Hey, uh, last minute ASAP call to the Canary Islands for a Netflix movie. Uh, I'm trying to put a crew together. Short notice. Are you in? (laughs) And I'm like, um... I think this might be a not a bad gig. Let me just think it's give me the weekend just to think yeah, about it, yeah. right? Just like there's a lot to process here cuz it was just like literally had to go within like 2 weeks or something like right. that. So I'm like okay, I'm just going to just let it sink in and I'll think about it. Of course we get a big snowfall mm-hmm. uh the following day <laughs> and um I was like I was like oh, I'll go uh snow blow my uh my parents' uh, driveway for them, right? So mm-hmm. I'm literally like pushing the snowblower And that day it was so windy. It was like sideways wind. Oh, and it like cuts your face almost. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm snow blowing and the the snow is flying out and then flying back into my face. Yeah. And I'm just like, (laughs) screw this. I'm going to the Canary Islands. So So I took that little gig, a little month gig. Right on. And yeah. That was the Canary Islands? The tourist area. There was a lot of... um, palm trees and stuff, and we were that's where like they put us up in a hotel there, so yeah. it it was it was nice you see the cruise ships come in and stuff, but awesome. it was also their winter, so it was still pretty um pretty chilly mm-hmm. like it was a good eighteen to twenty degrees better than you know the yeah. minus thirty or whatever it was here at a the time. thunder Bay summer, but yeah yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> but yeah, but um, yeah, just constant wind. Cause I mean it's an island, yeah, and uh we were doing a lot of night shoots there as well too, so. You know, it got, it did get a little chilly, but Mm -hmm. uh, it was still a fun experience to, uh, to go and just to see like, yeah, what that whole island was about and everything. And it's
0: amazing, this momentum. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the fascinating thing about this industry is like, it's, it's once you're in that circle, as long as you stay in it, it just keeps going. Right. Just be a good person and do good work, and one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. And then, uh, yeah, so I finished finished that up, and yeah, that was uh, it. Was a quick gig. Yeah, because um, they they think they shot the other uh, most. The bulk of the movie was shot in um, just outside of Vancouver. I think it's like in Smithers, BC. Mm-hmm. And so they did they did all the winter stuff there. So <laughs> then I, which is funny because at the time I heard that show was going to go from there. Like do all the winter stuff and then go to the Canary Islands. Yeah. I'm like, man, that would be fun to go. Just do the Canary Island part, and lo and behold, I ended up Here doing going. just yep. that. So, so I was very fortunate to uh, to work on that. And then um, I had a few more months off, and then got another call for a show in June. Mm-hmm. So it's an un- untitled Godzilla versus the Titans project Amazing. for Apple TV. So that's coming out i think maybe next year no way or maybe and, this fall it's, supposed, it's slated to come out but and this was shot in vancouver that was vancouver yeah yeah they also did a little bit in um hawaii as well too mhm yeah Very and cool. also in japan so uh
0: it, now um these are films that have yet to come out but yes. uh uh i guess you're able to at least mention them which is cool mm-hmm. um i it, i'll uh, you, you can give me uh you can give me a thumbs up and a thumbs down but uh on, on, on this one but this is the mother
1: the mother was Canary Islands that was the Canary yeah.
0: Island one right yeah and so uh, the because uh, I I did a little bit of research ahead of time when I wanted to see I wanted to know what you had done right because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a big movie nerd and I we all IMDB each other yeah <laughs> uh, Nikki Caro yeah is, is the director I, she's incredible yeah amazing I mean so I yeah. just as a movie nerd Who, someone who, when they were very young, saw Whale Rider, and I don't know if you've seen that. I mean, I'm again, this is where I'm like uh, a pretty massive nerd, but like I was just really blown away. Um, I'm gonna look it up right here. Yeah. Uh, What year was that? Uh, 2002. Yeah. Whale Rider was. uh, I I I was working at Blockbuster, and I had rented it uh, while while I was working there, and it was one of those movies I took home. Watch uh, watched with my girlfriend, and we both just cried our eyes out. We were blown away. Uh, and, and so I've always uh, held her in really high esteem, and I've always watched everything she's done since then, other than uh, Milan here. So I just got to know as a film nerd, what was it like? What is she like? What was going on?
1: Well, it was a little different for me because with the Canary Islands, it was such a quick little shoot. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really around like the director too much on that one. And it was a, it was a, the visual effects was a lot less. So it wasn't like every shot was visual effects. Mm-hmm. So um, we were, mo- for the most part, we were kind of like, if we're not needed on set, we're not right on set, we're kind of just standing by on the outskirts. Right. So, and a lot of times it was like smaller, little, little sets, tight spaces. So yep. you couldn't really be... In, in on the action, unfortunately. All so, good.
0: I'll, I had that at least. So it.
1: I never had a chance to fully, like, just... I love being a fly on the wall. Yeah, when you, yeah me you, too. When you do have the time, and, you, the and if it's not visual effects, yeah. I'll just stick myself in a corner and just watch the magic happen. So, totally. But, I, uh, yeah, Nikki was fantastic, though. She's a great lady. Ugh, and awesome. Funny that you mentioned Whale Rider, because mm-hmm. at the time... Before that movie came out in the theaters, I was working at Silver City, mm-hmm. and they had all the trailers and everything, and a lot of times, like, once the show comes out, you just throw the trailers out. Sure. And uh, there's, like, a whole bunch of trailers one one day, and it all had to get tossed. I'm like, I kind of just want to hold on to these. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I I, I grabbed, like, just a couple, mm-hmm. I'm like, well... Can't I don't want these to go to waste, so I just kind of maybe I can make them a, something make like a wallpaper or something out of the trailers or whatever. Sounds very cool. So um, grabbed a whole bunch, and then when I found out that Nikki was working, Nikki was doing a, on the mother. Yeah, I was like, holy oh, crap, she did wheel rider, didn't she? I'm like, I think I have a 35 millimeter trailer. Oh uh, no wheel way, wheel rider. Yeah, so. When that show was done, and I came back, I flew back here to Thunder Bay. I started digging, like going through boxes and everything. found found the found the trailers, and lo and behold, there was Whale Rider. And I'm just like, "This is so cool! This Absolutely. is like her movie." And then, of course, um, being in visual effects, because once the show's wrapped, you know, the supervisor, for the most part, will stay and do post as well. Yeah. So. Uh, the uh the visual effects supervisor that I got to work with on on that one, uh John Andrew Burton Junior. Phenomenal guy. Ah, he had so knowledgeable. Um he worked he supervised the mummy with Brendan Fraser. Oh, that's cool. So like yeah, I he's tops like, in my books. I was too. just like, Oh, I gotta ask you so many questions about all these movies that you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Amazing. So he was doing he was doing he's uh, well they're still doing post, I think, right now in LA. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I I gotta send this trailer to John. Yeah. So on top of that, John also worked on Men in Black Two. Cool. And I did have a trailer for that as well. So I I I mailed those trailers, uh, and what else? Oh, he hadn't seen Canadian bacon before, so oh, I gave him no a co- I gave him a copy of that. So he has some ties, some Canadian ties as well in his yeah. family and all that. So, um, and he loves all the Canadian movies and. and pretty, too, right? that's pretty. So, that's pretty classic. Like that yeah. one really hits a lot of our marks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, uh, I said was Canadian beer sucked. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and oh,
1: and oh, that's then so cool. and then so um I mean I sent that I sent that little care package, probably like maybe eight months ago, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it was just hilarious. Like, randomly, like a week and a half ago, I get an email. Uh, you know, the, t- the the subject line is gracias. I'm like, who's this? Yeah. And I started reading it, and it was Nikki. Oh, no way. And she was just like, I just want to let you know that John came back to the office today with a little gift of Whale Rider 35mm trailer. And she's just like, I... Can't believe it. I never would, never would have imagined ever getting a copy. Yeah, dude, you're pretty special. So That's like, a very cool <laughs> thing to do. That's yeah. awesome. So I'm glad I found a good home. Yeah. Because I was just like, a lot of times, like if I have any kind of like memorabilia like that or whatever, it's just, if you meet people who have worked on these classic movies, it's kind of like, I think I got something I can give to that person or whatever, right? Because it's just like, it's so cool when you get to chat with those people. Like, I grew up watching. This movie or yeah. that movie. It's just like, tell me some behind-the-scenes stuff that – because let's face it, so many times it's like behind-the-scenes is like you have the actors, the directors. Yes. They're just like, this person is great. I love working with this person. Cut to shots it's of script. them doing this and that. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. So like I want to hear the real stories from the crew. You know? I couldn't, so, that's <laughs> why I'm doing this here. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I'm the same way. It, it I I – I have been starstruck by a performer once in a blue moon, but I remember gushing. One of my first days on set uh, was with a, a, a grip. Uh, the key grip was Mark Manchester. Uh, so what I always do is I always IMDB people, just what I was doing back then. And so I was like, okay, here we go. Oh my God, you key grip to die for. And like, I yeah. w- worshipped that movie. It's, like, uh, it's a Gus Van Sant film with uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. And, uh, yeah. and And I just love that film so much. I saw it on my 14th birthday. That's yeah. how I spent my 14th birthday I went and watched To Die For in the theaters. And uh, I, just, I, I just had to pick his brain during lunches and everything. And I got to admit, a lot of the, a lot of the crew that I've done this with, they're usually pretty receptive. Yeah. I think it's usually yeah. pretty cool. It's like, all right, yeah, we'll talk about that. You know? I was always told to shy away from it, but I feel like yeah, it's yeah. the opposite. Yeah. People are normally very happy to tell you their secrets and their trades yeah, yeah. and how they did a certain
1: look or a certain shot. I mean, you do get, there are some crew members, I, even just going back to people who just want to get their paycheck. Yeah. Um, I've, I was uh, working with this one, this one Grip, and he's literally done, like, all the big features in Vancouver for, like, the last, like, 20-plus years or whatever it is. I'm like, holy, man, this guy is this guy. He's so knowledgeable. He must have something really cool that he's worked on or stories to share. And I'm just like, okay, go up to him. have had some time. I just want to know, like, out of all the movies you've done, What's like the favorite one that you've, that you've watched and like are really happy about? And he, he just looks at me. He's just like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Like, you know you've already made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I don't watch any of the crap that I work on. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I just want to. Ra- I have so much better things to do in my life than watch all this crap that I do. Yeah. I'd rather spend time with my family. And I'm just like, fair enough. Yeah, fair cool. enough, right? But once again, never would have thought that. Yeah. So uh, lots of stuff happening, lots of yeah. stuff,
0: and 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 uh, man, you know, you it's it's clear by talking to you that this is earned. You know, this is this is someone that you know had a, had a passion and 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 just kept at it and kept at it, and and when opportunity presented itself, you you made the jump. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. that took a lot of guts, man. But I'm really glad yeah. it worked out for you. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Yeah,
1: it's uh, yeah, it's been a wild ride so far. Absolutely, and it's, uh, and it's yeah. just it's still keep, ramping keep up, going. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like I'm on hiatus right now, but because of, of working on Lost in Space, the the producer um, on that one, mm-hmm. he got another gig overseas in Budapest. Mm-hmm. So that was when he, you know, gave me the call. Hey, I got a show coming up. It's not Vancouver. It's yep. overseas. Are you available? And it's just like, I can make that happen. Yes, absolutely. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, Budapest, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I just did a, a five weeks on that show uh, just before Christmas. Fantastic. So, but uh, they ended up pushing the show right now because we we're supposed to come back next month. Mm-hmm. But I got pushed a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're changing the schedule and everything else. So, it's we, like I'm I'll be standing by. Yeah. So yeah, and it's uh, it's a hell of a show. I'm not gonna yeah, say yeah. anything more than that. But oh my god. Yeah, it's gonna, it's,
0: it's uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited when I hear you doing all this great stuff. Um, so I wanna I wanna wrap up with one movie. I went out of my way not to talk about it, of course, uh, and and it's because I felt like I I always use the phrase full circle. I like to come full circle. And so when you were a little kid, uh, and you and you were in the movie theater and you saw a, a movie called Jurassic Park and you said, "Well, that's it. That's it. This is what I want to do." And so uh, then there's these three movies, and then we get nothing for quite some time. Uh, and then they, they reboot the franchise with uh, Jurassic World, and then there's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And I don't want to talk about those no, two I, movies <laughs> at all. Um, but then what that series did was they went full circle, and they were able to bring back the original cast. And they yeah. made this film called Jurassic World Dominion which I saw in the theater with my, with my son. And when it was over, I looked at him and I said, well, what'd you think? And he goes, it was perfect. He just was he, was, he was holding back tears. He loved it so much. And damn it, if that's not where we're going to end with you, you <laughs> got to work on Jurassic World Dominion. A little sliver of it, but, but still. You're there, dude. You're there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what happened there?
1: How did, how, like, you, you, you get this call and tell me the whole story because you're there. I, so basically the whole, the whole sequence with Chris Pratt riding the horse and wrangling that one dinosaur. Mm-hmm. That was like our whole sequence. Amazing. So that was all out in uh, the interior of BC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was also like another little scene in, um, where was it now? It was, I want to say, uh, what was it? there was the one scene where I think the little Maisie goes into the fishing shop or whatever mm-hmm. it was, there was that. Or there was no visual effects that day, but uh, that was another little uh, scene that they shot mm-hmm. in BC. So I mean, we had a very small sliver of it. We were we were, they were only in Canada for maybe like two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, that was like such a wild ride too, right? Because once again, as you just said, that full circle yeah. was like this is the reason why I wanted to I'm get standing. in, so now I can happily I, retire. I guess yeah, like, I, know, I, I peaked. That's it. So <laughs> I know I've and and and. I'm so
0: glad you said that phrase because I feel, like, I feel like in my journey I've said that several times. Where it's like, oh, I think I've peaked. You know, when I, got to, when I got to rep a David Cronenberg film, I'm like, oh, I think that's a good peak for me. I don't think it's yeah. going to get much better than that, <laughs> yeah. you know? I worked on uh, the pilot for uh, Minority Report.
1: Oh, And, okay, nice.
0: yeah. like, that's fine. But it was, it was the fact that when I got the call sheet, it had the Amblin symbol oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh i think i could retire right now yeah, you know yeah. like i'm <laughs> i'm holding a call sheet and i it's just these little these little funny moments so you got to have that that moment and so yeah your name is in the credits it is there yeah and, it takes a
1: while to get to it but it's there yeah.
0: uh oh man this is out this is just so cool dude yeah you're a cool guy and i'm really glad that you've had these successes and uh and and the best of luck to you in the future and i want to have you back and, I would be glad to have come back because it feels feels like I haven't really scratched the surface at all. It's so. freaky, right? Yeah. and 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 I'm sure Nigel our producer, is like, "Oh no, you've been talking all right. Yeah, yeah, all I right. gotta
1: go home. All
0: right. <laughs> but it's Friday but, night, and we all gotta we all gotta let our hair down or at least what we have. Yeah. so um thank you so much. Best of luck in the future. I know you're 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 back and right. you're going back to Budapest
1: soon. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm still, yeah. Once I'm, Here, I'm on whenever. standby, whenever that's going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, amazing. it could be two months from now, three months. I don't know. Yeah. I might have to get another gig in between. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. So, but, uh, yeah. but, but it's it's worth standing by for. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Uh, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And so we'll talk about that film uh, the next time you're back. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, some other ones because, yeah, there's a couple on there that I could probably just spend a whole hour talking about. I'd love, single, single movie, so. I'd love it. A single movie. I'd I mean, love it. I mean, I could probably scratch the surface. Oh, we were just kind of scratching the surface on Dominion as well, or yeah. even Sonic. I mean, we're just brushing. It's just like we talk about a little thing here, and then... Next time, you know I know really want, want to see.
0: dive deep into Lost in Space as well, if you don't oh, mind. Oh, for sure, yeah. that was that's a gorgeous, gorgeous show.
1: And once again, that was another uh, phenomenal show I had the pleasure of working three seasons on. Amazing. The full three seasons. Amazing. So. That must feel really good. Yeah, yeah. Especially the at time. the end of the show when I got to keep one of the props. Too. No so, way! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's great. That's well, one of the set deck uh, things. So very cool. I got permission to take it because they were destroying the set. Yeah, and I was just like, "Hey, is it okay if I take that?" <laughs> so anytime in that show, um, I'll, I'll actually bring the prop when I come talk to the. Oh, students. great! So it's just a fun. It's just fun to have, and it just kind of, it's it doesn't mean much to a lot of people, but to me, it's just kind of neat because that was you know. Part of the, the all the three seasons, but inside the Jupiter cockpit, mm-hmm. um, there's like a CB radio up top, and every time they would grab that to to talk to you know every the, all the crew members and everything, I got the CB radio. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are there's gonna be people listening to this,
0: hopefully uh, that are big fans of that show, and they're probably going oh, yeah <laughs> you know so that's
1: that and that's is like one it's of the first cool. times I was able to acquire something from something that I actually worked on yeah. So, yeah yeah, I was like oh and that was like once again great great cast and crew to work with for three seasons and it's kind of sad because you look back and you're just kind of like ah oh, it's over yeah it's like we're not we won't be back again like that whole group core group of us for three seasons it's like a family yeah it's a you know? family and that rarely happens because there's you know so like especially for visual effects it's like you know the crew from LA and the producers all come in. You kind of work with them for a show, and then you might never see them ever again. Yeah, or you might see them ten years from now or whatever. But I got to work with some phenomenal people, for um, from from LA for three seasons. So. From all of our supervisors to uh, yeah, the pro- producers, everybody. Anyways, well, we yeah, can talk about that. And I want to. We'll dive and into that and get right into that. Uh, so, that you episode. heard it
0: here first. This is where Scratch, this is, we're going to call this episode Scratch on the Surface with Steve Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to come back and we're going to dive deep another time. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, uh, for sticking around and listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah. See you in the future. Absolutely. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone.